You hear all the bull about diet and exercise. Carbs are evil. Do more cardio. Never eat bread or cookies again. Just do a juice cleanse. We get it. We fell for all of the BS too. It's time to go right to the source with the truth about how to live a healthy, sustainable lifestyle. I am Liz. And I'm Becca. We are your nutrition educators and this is The Food Code. Welcome back to The Food Code. Today we are talking about calories and in particular, two numbers of calories. One, 2,000 calories, which is you know the FDA nutritional fact label, what they base off daily needs on, and also a number that I think a lot of women are afraid of ever eating. And then we have the 1,200 calorie, you know, the MyFitnessPal standard, the number that people always seem to end up on, on crazy diet templates and all these restrictive diets. So we want to talk about these two numbers, where they came from a little bit, and what you actually need, because it is... Probably more than both of those numbers. Yeah, it's pretty shocking. And so let's talk a little bit about, you know, let's start with the 1200 calories. So 1200 calories, we were doing some research, like where did this number come from? Growing up, I think any person that I've ever talked to has thought 1200 calories was how much they should consume if they wanted to lose weight. I want to lose weight. I'm going to eat 1200 calories. Simple as that. Didn't talk about where you should get those calories from, protein, carbs, or fats, just overall calorie balance. And absolutely, you need to be in a calorie deficit in order to lose weight. But 1,200 calories is entirely way too low, especially for women who are active um, or going to the gym even three to four days a week. So doing some research, it was found that this was first uh, referenced or mentioned, the 1,200 calories was mentioned by a doctor in 1918. And she was writing a book. Her name was Dr. Lulu Peters. She was writing a book, Diet and Health, The Key with Calories. And she mentions in here how 1,200 calories could be, you know, kind of a starting place for individuals that wanted to lose weight depending upon their lives. Were they sedentary? Uh, Were they active? Were they in the gym or were they training? None of that was incorporated or none of it was included, right? And she even states this is long before they knew anything about the metabolic systems. There's been a lot of science and research and education over the last hundred plus years, (laughs) but yet for some reason, the 1200 calories still lingers around. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, if you want to, you can simply go to health.gov. You can look for yourself at the calorie charts starting at two years old. It's 1000 calories for a sedentary individual. I have a one-year-old and he is crazy active and he eats probably 1400 (laughs) calories, but you can see there that the needs just to keep females and males alive start at a thousand calories at the age of two, 1200 calories at the age of four for sedentary. And that's up to, so it's between 12 and 1600 calories is the needs for children, not for middle-aged women who are going to the gym and who are active. And so oftentimes what we see is women who were sedentary, so they think that they should cut calories pretty drastically to lose weight quickly. But then on top of this, they decide that they're going to add a lot of stress in from exercise. They're going to start training five or six days a week when they haven't been working out at all. And essentially your body does 
adapt over time, right? You might see weight loss quickly in the beginning, of course. We know fat diets. We know you're going to lose water. Um, We know that when you're changing your food intake from, you know, low quantity low quality foods to high quality foods, yes, your body's going to start utilizing it as fuel. But as soon as it realizes that, hey, I'm not getting adequate fuel necessary for my metabolic functions, which supports energy for every system in your body from digestion to immune system to, you know, muscle repair, tissue turnover, cellular energy is generated by calories. Mm -hmm. And how our metabolism, how efficient our metabolism is, is based upon whether we feel like we are in a chronic state of stress. Yep. And so over time, after eating 1,200 calories, your body comes to a rebellion stage and says, I'm halting, I'm holding all of this energy, and therefore, when you swing the pendulum the other way and you go out and you have a binge, you're storing fat. Yeah. And I think the hard truth that a lot of people need to understand is that you did not gain weight eating 1,200 calories. You gained weight because you started eating 1,200 calories. Your body adapted. Your metabolism adapted. You're not burning near as much energy. And then because you're so restricted, you're likely having binge episodes. Mm -hmm. And you're likely going out on the weekends and eating way more than 1,200 calories. And that's where the fat gain comes from, you guys. It's not coming from eating 1,200 calories. Yes, are there unique situations that hormones can play a role and cortisol plays a role and all these things play a role in how we store fat? Absolutely. But we are eating, we are not gaining fat by eating 1200 calories. It's the binges and the things that our body can't tolerate because it's only used to getting 1200 calories on Monday through Friday or whatever it might be. Yeah. And so when we eat 2000, 3000, 4000 calories from drinks and pizza and all these things, because we're like, your body's in a stressful state. It's trying to find food. That is where the weight gain comes from because mm-hmm. our body just can't break down and tolerate all those things. And it's like, whoa, I don't get this many calories normally. I'm going to store all this yeah. because I am in a state of famine most of the time and I need to protect myself. Yeah. So where did the other number come from, that 2000 number? So obviously the FDA kind of came up with this. And how did they come up with this and why? So they were trying to compare the amounts of saturated fat and sodium to the maximum amounts recommended for a day's intake. And this is kind of tough. So like they took surveys, women reported consuming about 1,600 to 2,200 calories, men reported about 2,000 to 3,000 calories, and children around 1,800 to 2,500. How sad is that? Children are reporting higher calorie intake than women. Um, But anyways. Still happening today. (laughs) So the FDA proposed using a single standard of around 2,350 calories a day. But despite the observable fact that this amount, this 2,350 calories per day is below the average requirements for either men or women, which was obtained through some experiments, most of the people who responded on the comments said that this benchmark is too high and it would encourage overconsumption. And so what it has done is it has caused fear now, I think, around women Mm -hmm. that 2,000 calories is way too much. Way too much. I would never eat 2,000 calories. No. Why would I ever do that? Then I would gain weight. And so both of these numbers obviously came from very different places. But this is just a standard that the FDA is trying to use and obviously got a little bullied into using um, to allow you to understand percentages of intakes of certain things like saturated fat and sodium. But I think what the FDA was trying to do has gone way wrong. Mm-hmm. And unfortunately, now women believe that 2,000 calories is this like, I, I we have both coached so many women, they can't even fathom eating 2,000 calories when they come to us. Yeah. And when we start to talk to them about increasing intake to help bring their body back to health, to help support the metabolism, the thyroid function, the hormones, all the things that need this support because they haven't been supported in months, if not years or decades, mm-hmm. it's so 
so much fear yeah. surrounding this 2000 calories. And guess what, guys? Most of the women out there need to eat more than 2000 calories to have a healthy maintenance intake level yeah. to function optimally right yes. to feel good to sleep well to have optimal hormones to have healthy functioning thyroid you know conversion of your thyroid hormones like all of those things matter and yet no one talks about these things because they only talk about the sexy thing that's going to get you to lose weight fast yep. right but in the long run, these things just continue to do more damage. And therefore, we have to spend more time healing. Even with metabolic prehab, it's an eight-week program. We're very upfront with our ladies and tell them, you may have to, you know, we're, we're getting you into a maintenance calorie intake. Mm -hmm. You may have to spend time here for three, four, six to 12 months, yeah. depending upon the severity of your diet history mm -hmm. and the calorie deficit intensity that you are in. Yep. And all the Heal adaptation that happened. Yeah. It depends on what you guys are dealing with right now. Like, are you dealing with no period or low sex drive, not sleeping through the night, you know, major digestion and bloating? Because a lot of those things you guys come from stress on the body and under eating of food. Yeah. And so I think a lot of people don't realize the correlation between all of these things and understanding that if you think about it in terms of numbers, so think about what causes us to burn calories in a day. We have your basal metabolic rate, which is how many calories your body needs to function optimally to brain function, kidney function, liver function, immune system, reproductive system, all those things that, you know, we weren't working pretty well. <laughs> we need calories to do that, even if you laid in a bed all day and just breathed. And so for most women that haven't adapted their metabolism, this is somewhere between like 1,100 to 1,800 or so. And it depends on muscle mass too because muscle burns a little bit more than fat. Um, fat does burn calories, just not as much as muscle, lean muscle tissue to keep alive. So that's your basal metabolic rate. On top of that, you have the thermic effect of food. We consume food. Food burns calories to break down and digest. So that on top of the BMR. You have some more calories we're burning. On top of that, we have our non-exercise activity, how many steps we're getting in a day. People be crazy about this lately. Some people are getting like 20, 30,000 steps in a day to, to just burn extra calories. Yep. And so that's burning probably 500 to 700 calories. I say tell people 10,000 calories, you're probably going to burn around... 10,000 steps, you mean? Sorry, 10,000 steps. You're probably going to burn around 350 to 500 calories a day yep. doing that, depending on the person. Yep. Um, and then exercise. We all make time for exercise. Don't make time for sleep or water, but you make time for your high intensity workout. And so that burns calories too. Yeah. And so all of these things added up, guys, we're looking at way beyond 2000 calories, mm -hmm. at least 2000 calories, even if you're adapted. Yeah. And so for you to be healthy, because if you're not losing weight right now, trying to under eat, you likely need to bring your body back to a maintenance place to let it heal. You want that maintenance to be over 2000 calories, mm -hmm. almost everyone out there. Because what that allows for is when you do actually cut, now you can cut at 1,600, 1,700, 1,800 calories versus cutting at 1,200 calories and doing further damage to your body. And you're going to feel way better totally. when you're doing this, right? I mean, we talked about this in another episode. We talked about what it truly takes to gain a pound of fat, but also what it truly takes to get into that fat loss cut phase, yep. right? If someone's really dieting down for like a photo shoot or, you know, a body composition physique show, it's very, very intense. And you lose your sex drive, your mood is all over the place, you're not sleeping well, you're not gaining strength, your workouts feel heavy and long yep. and just, you know, it's a miserable place. And trust us because we have both been there. We've been in this place where we've had coaches who have put us at 1,100, 1,300 calories and 
we felt like crap yep. and we got our blood work done because blood work is important. The symptoms that you are experiencing and the signs that you're you know, experiencing are signals from your body. Mm-hmm. But then if you go one step further into the blood work, you get to see where your hormones are at. Is your, you know, cortisol all over the place or non-existent, right? Are you, you know, running off of adrenaline essentially, right? And you've tanked your testosterone, you've, you know, downregulated your thyroid, essentially you've downregulated every other system in your body because your body's trying to conserve energy. And now you're in the place where you feel stuck. Yep. And there's no other place to go mm-hmm. except for to restore your body, to heal your body. And so we thought that we would just share like a couple of quick examples um, because we know our audience is anywhere between like 30 and 50. So for someone who goes to the gym five days a week yep. and not even putting body fat percentage in here, this is irrelevant for a 30 year old female who weighs 155 pounds, goes to the gym five days a week. It's estimated that a basal metabolic rate is about 1500 calories. Okay. So then as Becca was mentioning, you add in the 10,000 steps that can be 1850 to 2000 calories. And then a workout on top of that, depending upon the intensity of that workout anywhere again, between 300 and let's say 600 calories in the hour or hour and a half that you're training. Now we're looking at 24, 2600 calories that you're burning throughout the day, yet you're trying to diet at 1200 calories. And so therefore you have this ginormous deficit. I mean, it is a severe deficit, right? Mm -hmm. And then if we look, you know, as someone who is like 50 years old, your basal metabolic rate might be, you know, slightly lower, but at the end of the day, 1200 calories is still most likely going to be too severe of a deficit if you're training. Yeah. Right. Absolutely. Absolutely. And you guys, there really is, I would say there's a sure a limit that your body will reach, but I have a feeling no one out there is even getting close to it to where like they're eating so much consistently that they're starting to gain weight. Mm -hmm. It is likely that you are under consuming, like we talked about, and then having periods of overeating days of overeating that's causing the weight gain. And when you are able to eat more calories, so say you now are eating consistently quality calories like 2100 to 2300 calories a day and you're actually maintaining weight if you do have some higher days your body is much more capable of utilizing that food easier maybe to build lean muscle mass Mm -hmm. you know your body is able to absorb and digest it better because it's used to getting higher levels of intakes you don't see as much negative impact the big swings that tend to happen for people like you have a horrible weekend and you see five pounds up on the scale is likely because your body is so depleted all the time that it's going to store all that stuff you're going to be much more sensitive to that amount of food and you're going to see these huge swings of weight when you have those binge episodes or really crazy weekends which no one likes feeling that way right i find especially like when I started eating enough I didn't feel as bad after like a a dinner out or a couple drinks on a weekend like right now for example I'm five foot nine I'm active I work out maybe four or five days a week you know 45 minutes or so and I'm pregnant and so I'm slowly increasing my calories right now yesterday I tracked for the first time in a while just because I was curious I'm eating about 2500 to 2600 calories a day yeah and that will likely increase just a little bit in my third trimester not much maybe another hundred calories or so but I don't feel full eating that. I used to until I started to adapt my body. And now my body's, I've only gained like five pounds this pregnancy so far. I'm 20 weeks. But you're getting the signals that you didn't used to get. Totally. I had a normal period before I got pregnant finally. I'm not hungry all the time. I'm not as cold all the time. I'm starting to sleep a little bit better. I think pregnancy has a little bit something to do with that. But there's all, you know, my workouts feel better. I have energy for them. I have energy throughout the day. And, you know, 
I think so many people just are so fearful of this number Mm -hmm. that they can't even think about going there. And so what we try to do, obviously, with our clients is slowly go there and mm-hmm. watch biofeedback. Absolutely. And I think a lot of people are surprised that we're maybe eating 1,200, 1,300 calories, you know, pretty consistently. Once they start getting there, they're surprised they don't gain weight. Yeah. Some people are hyper responders. You know, we've seen it with a few ladies in metabolic prehab. They started increasing their calories slowly. We give them the option. Do you want to take, you know small jumps you want to take bigger jumps because it is important to note that the longer you take to get to maintenance the longer you know you're prolonging the healing process right but we personally like to go a little bit slower because we know that people will freak out and if they see that scale you know going up up then they think that it's fat and you know they don't understand that you've come from a place where you've been eating less than 100 carbohydrates now we're trying to fuel the intense exercise that you've should have been fueling previously. Mm-hmm. So you're holding a little bit more water. It's not necessarily fat. And on the flip side of that, we have some people who are hyper responders and they start dropping weight. I have a client who's worked with me, not in metabolic prehab, but separately dropped nine pounds in six weeks, just eating more. Mm-hmm. And we're not even at her maintenance calorie intake yet because we're reducing the stress on her body and we're supporting her recovery. Yeah, You know? And so I know you've shared, Becca, I'll share just from my side. So I came from a place of like eating 1,240 calories, you know, with a coach. That was my diet intake, right? So therefore that left me thinking that my maintenance calories was only, you know, let's say 20 to 30% higher than that. Yep. Working my way out of that severe deficit, my maintenance intake is anywhere between, I would say 23 to 2,600. Kind of mm-hmm. depends upon the week, the intensity yep. of training, so forth. Um, but now I've been losing weight eating 18, 1900 calories. What I used to think was my maintenance is now my cut intake yep. at a much higher rate. I've gained strength. I have more energy. You know, And those things to me are important. I would rather lose weight in a slower manner, mm-hmm. feel good, enjoy my lifestyle along the way. Because let's be honest, you know, it's summer. No one likes to skip out on things that, you know, yeah. your friends are doing or the weekends and f- fun weekends away. And I don't believe in tracking when I'm gone. You know, sometimes I'll look at certain things, but I have enough knowledge from tracking that I can eat intuitively mm-hmm. without, you know, going overboard. And then I just focus on my foundational habits. So we've talked about these things, you know, on other episodes. So most of you should know this by now, but our point here that we're really trying to drive home is the fact that you shouldn't be afraid of 2000 calories, yeah. right? You really should look at, and you can go online, just go to tdeecalculator.net. Yep plug in your stats. You don't need to know your body fat, but plug in your stats, plug in your exercise, and it will show you right here what estimates your maintenance intake to be. And if you are eating 1200 calories and your estimated maintenance intake is above 2000, you're in a severe deficit and you're not going to lose weight. No. And I think the last thing here too is we want you to lose weight eating the most food possible. Absolutely. We want you to maintain weight eating the most food possible because then your body is getting the absolute most support that it needs and you will have so much better biofeedback. You will feel better. You will sleep better. You will have better energy, better skin. All of these things won't tank. Can you maintain your weight eating 1,200 calories? Probably, but guess what? You can probably maintain your weight eating 2,200 calories mm-hmm. too, but no one thinks about it like that. They don't think, well, I'm not losing weight now and I'm eating 1,200 calories. And guess what? Why don't you try eating more and see if you can maintain your weight at even higher levels? Like Liz was saying, start increasing your calories slowly. And I bet you'd be really surprised at how much better you feel. And honestly, sometimes when we have this consistency at slightly higher intakes along the way, people start losing weight because guess what? 
you don't binge eat all the time. Yep. You aren't feeling super restricted all the time to where you go out on the weekends and you just YOLO because yep. you've been eating like a rabbit all week. And so you don't have those urges anymore because you're actually supporting blood sugar levels. You're supporting with nutrients and vitamins that your body needs. So you don't have these urges anymore, guys. This is so much drives from that under eating place. So many negative things, anxiety, depression, digestion issues, mm-hmm. you know, feeling cold all the time, having mood swings all the constipation. time, constipation, like so many of those things stem from you not eating enough. Absolutely. And I think if we shift our mindset from, especially women, like this is what our mission or mission is and our message to the world is that you can live in a place where you're able to eat and you're eating for health, you're eating for adventure, you're eating for joy and, you know, memories versus from a place of restriction and I can't have, and oh man, I have to, you know, opt for this salad and I have to say no to all of these events and I don't even have energy to play with my kids. Instead of thinking about eating to quote unquote diet or get to a a certain body composition to inflict, you know, that body Mm -hmm. image that you think that you should have, shift over to think about eating to live nourishing your body and I guarantee you if you make that one small simple shift your body will start responding in a way because you're giving it love yep you're not eating out of fear you're eating for empowerment guys Mm -hmm. it is a fun thing you guys I promise you I eat more than my husband I he, he probably weighs 30 pounds more than me and he has so much more muscle I definitely eat more than him because I'm just hungry and I've found what works for my body. And guess what? If I, if you really worked on it, he could probably be eating 1500 to 2000 more calories than he does right now, but it's just not a priority for him, which is fine, but it's okay to eat more than your spouse. Okay. It is okay. It's okay to eat more than your friends. You know, your body better than anyone and you likely need it. Okay. So stop fearing that 1200, stop fearing that 2000 number and stop eating at that 1200 number. Thank you for spending your time with us. We are honored to be able to help educate you and improve your life. If you've enjoyed this, please take a screenshot, share it on Instagram and tag us at lsn.coach and leave us a five-star reading and review on iTunes as this helps us grow and reach others. So if you have any questions, feel free to shoot us a DM or an email and we will talk to you soon. Have a great day. Bye.